Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. Hey everyone, I am so glad that you are here in the room or you're listening right now uh, somewhere. Hopefully you're being safe as you listen if you're in your car. Um, okay, so let's, let's pray and we're going to jump in here. Father, we thank you for this moment. God, we're thankful that we can be here, uh, God, we're thankful that, God, we can um, just have these times to where we really expect you to pour into us. And, God, we're, we're asking that your word, God, makes us who you want us to be. God, we're not building our life on our own words. We're not building our life on our own thoughts. God, we want to build our life on you, you and your words, God, and the rock that you are. God, that when things come against us, we're not moved, God, by our emotions. We're not moved by other things that are happening in the outside because, God, we are steadfast, planted, and built on the rock that is you. And so, Father, we're praying that, God, uh, that would even take more of a root in our life. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so uh, the first thing I want to say uh, for this, I, um, I just wrote down this little note of uh, the loudest versus the, le- the leaders. The loudest versus the leaders. Um, and as I was writing this, I was, um, I was first reminded that a lot of us, um, at one point or another, uh, sometimes feel like we're not leaders, or we're not that kind of leader, um, and we will sell ourselves short, or we will, um, or we will say, "Well, you know, that's just for the big personality," or that's just for the uh, the person that has a lot of uh, experience. You know, I've I've only been doing this a little bit, and they've been doing it forever, and so they're the leaders, and and I just want to debunk some of that because in any role that God has brought you into and 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 sometimes we even think like in our everyday lives we're not leaders um, but you're leading your family you're leading yourself you're leading at your job there, there's always places to have influence and that is what leadership is and so wherever you find yourself having a place of influence or where you could have a place of influence, you can be a leader. And so what I am uh, hopefully uh, inspiring all of us to do is to stand up to be the leaders that God has called us to be. And so and, and to realize what that what that is and how to be the very best leaders that we can be. Because if you don't realize you're a leader, uh, what happens is it doesn't mean that you're not a leader. It just means that you become a bad leader if you don't realize you're a leader. I'm going to say that again. If you don't realize that you're a leader, it's not that you just stop being a leader. Is it you just become a bad leader. And so because of that, there are people uh, that uh, don't view themselves as leaders in their family as parents and so they don't cease becoming parents or they don't cease becoming leaders. They just become bad leaders in that moment. 
because they don't realize what God has placed on them. They don't realize, uh, we don't realize where God has placed us in our jobs. We don't realize where God has placed us with our neighbors. We don't realize where God has placed us as a church in our city. We don't realize where God has placed us in different uh, situations. Just in, when you walk into a restaurant or you walk into a, a store or wherever, God has put you in that place for influence. And so we got to understand, okay, how can we be the very very best going to be. So that's like foundation, okay? Now let's move on to this. Okay, uh, Luke chapter 23, verse 22 says, for the third time he demanded, this is Pilate talking, why? What crime has he committed? Talking about Jesus. I have found no reason to sentence him to death, so I will have him flogged and then I will release him. So Pilate's talking to this huge crowd saying, there's no way, I don't don't see anything wrong with Jesus. I don't see anything wrong with his life. Um, He might be a certain amount of troublemaker or whatever, or you guys are so ticked at him. So I'm going to have him whipped, and then I'll send him back to you. But the mob shouted louder and louder, demanding that Jesus be crucified, and their voices prevailed. And I want to talk about loud, the loudest versus the leaders. Because in leadership, sometimes the worst thing you can do is let the loudest voices win. Some of us, um, we, we don't realize the leadership that God has given us. And so because of that, we step into these moments that God has asked us to step into And then somebody doesn't like how we did it. Or somebody doesn't like the thing we said. Or somebody thinks we could do it like this. And that's going to happen all the time. All the time. Just have a kid and you'll realize that somebody has a different opinion on how you do something. It's just innate in them. But this is innate in everything in, in, in our world. So you've got to and we've got to be okay with people maybe not liking the direction that we're going. We, we got to be settled with that. If, if anything in Jesus' leadership, he was not moved by loud voices. Just wasn't. Uh, even when they came from his own crew. Jesus, no way you're going to the cross. Shut up, Peter. It, you know, immediately, like, loud, the loudest voices aren't going to win. And, and, and so I, as I was reading this, I, I read that last, last part, and I, it just made me so sad. And their voices prevailed. Pilate had a moment where he could have shut that down. I understand God's plan. I understand Jesus was going to go to the cross regardless. But you know what? If Pilate would have shut it down, God would have done another way to make that. I'm just saying in this moment, Pilate, because they were so loud, oh, I'm not going to get into it. I'm I'm, I'm just going to. I'm going to let this one go, and I'm and I'm wondering sometimes if we um, if we let a bunch of loud voices lead instead of just the right thing, 
and 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 we and we let um and we let complaining be the voice that is the one that we we listen to the most and 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 i realize for me that none of this will help me be a better leader I, I realized Pilate, too, he was trying to capitulate to them. And so what he, he does at this moment is he starts bending and says, well, I'll have them whipped, and hopefully that will satisfy you. But if you give a mouse a cookie, want a glass of milk, <laughs> as much as we think, well, this will make them settle down, what you have done, you've not satisfied them, you've rewarded them. And so when you start rewarding that, when you start rewarding that kind of behavior, what you're teaching the people that you are trying to lead is the way to get your attention is to scream real loud and to complain. That's what you've taught them. And so when you teach people that, um, you, uh, <laughs> you, 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 you teach them that the squeaky wheel gets the grease. And you're wondering, why is everybody always complaining all the time? And I would say it's probably because you're responding to it all the time. And you're always coming, oh, how can I? No, 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 hold on. The loudest voices shouldn't always win. Now, I get it. There are, I'm not saying that as leaders we don't listen to input. That is not what I'm saying because that actually puts you in a position to where you're, the proverb says where you have multiple advisors, there's wisdom there. And so I, that is not what I'm saying. What I am saying is there is this mob mentality sometimes where you can get a lot of people together and they start, or a lot of voices getting really loud. And sometimes it's not even a lot, it's just that they're really loud. And so you start going to the loud voices and thinking that is how I'm supposed to lead and not understanding that there are people that you are leading that aren't complaining, that aren't yelling loud and aren't getting your time. They're not getting your time. And so what happens there? Because if you start teaching everybody that you're leading that uh, if you yell real loud and you complain real loud, that's how you get, uh, you get your, uh, you, they get your time. What happens to the people who don't complain, who don't yell real loud, who are great leaders, who are just there to serve, who don't want their name in lights, who are okay with taking direction, uh, who have really good insight but not going to scream it and, um, and, you know, and put it on Instagram how everybody doesn't listen to them, you know? Like, how, how, what are those leaders going to do? Well, I'll tell you what's going to happen. Half of them are going to leave. Half of them are going to leave. They're going to get frustrated and they're going to be like, I, I can't be in this environment anymore. And the other half are going to turn into the loud complainers. Because they realize, oh, that's how you get time. So even great, but if you switch it and you start giving uh, your leadership and attention. To, see, this is why uh, it's so devastating, even in a family where the, good, the kids that are really getting it and they're like really like leading. You're like, oh, thank God that I don't have to worry about that one. Let me put all my attention on the one that's the loudest. 
I'm not understand, and I'm not, and I'm not saying that you gotta, you, you don't have to put leadership there. What I am saying is usually the ones that are the quietest and are doing the right things don't get the amount of time that they need because they can really grow and they can really move. Imagine if you gave them more time, what would happen with them? So we got to make sure that the loudest don't continually lead where how we're going to lead our teams. And so we, you get you get in there and you start uh, you start realizing I'm going to spend more time with maybe the people that um, just really can are doing a great job and uh, and have great insight but aren't screaming that no one's listening to them. I'm going to spend time with them and guess what's going to happen to the loudest voices. Same thing. Half of them going to leave because they realize oh, this is not going to work. This environment's not going to, I can't act like this. I can't be like this. And then the other half, guess what they're going to do? They're going to turn into those other people that you want to lead. And so that's, that's how you uh, work with those people. But here's the other thing that I thought of. <laughs> this I think happens a lot to us because this is how we lead ourselves. We let the loudest voices inside lead us. And whatever is yelling the most gets the most of our attention. So, so let, me, let me read this scripture. This is 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 11. And God is talking to Elijah in his worst moment where he's wanting to run away from every kind of leadership that God's ever called him to. And in verse 11, he says, God says to Elijah, go out and stand before me on the mountain, the Lord told him. And as Elijah stood there, the Lord passed by, and a mighty windstorm hit the mountain. And it was such a terrible blast that the rocks were torn loose, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was a sound of a gentle whisper. And when Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And a voice said, what are you doing here, Elijah? And I was thinking of this and thinking sometimes, or not sometimes, this is absolutely how a leadership works. You can't lead anybody beyond how you lead yourself. You can't fake that. You, people will not become what you say they need to become. They will model who you are. And so because of that, if you don't want to let the loudest voices win in the group that you're leading or the family you're leading or the job you're leading, can you first look inside yourself and say, ooh, am I letting the loudest voices in my own heart win? I, I, when I was looking at that, the wind came out blowing so hard. What does the wind signify like that um, when everything is against you? 
And maybe you have voices inside of your mind telling you everything's against you, everything's against you, everything's against you, everything's against you. And so because of that voice is real loud, you let that lead your life. Or the voice of that earthquake where you just feel like nothing's stable, nothing's stable, nothing's stable, nothing's stable, nothing's stable in my life, nothing's stable in my life, everything's moving all the time, oh my gosh, oh my God, and you, keep, and you let that voice kind of lead your life, or um, that, that voice of the fire that's burning everything, so as, as much as you're trying to work, that thing goes up in smoke, as much as you're trying to do this, that thing goes up in smoke, as much as I try to do that, everything that I put my hands to, it feels like it's not working, and it feels like it's not, I can't build on anything, it feels like like it's always going up in smoke. And all of those voices, any one of those, because they're so loud, can be such a temptation for us to let that lead us. But God wasn't in any of those voices. The voice that God was in was in a gentle whisper. The thing that you was always in the background that you were not even listening to at that moment. Then you stop, you push all that aside, and you Get in this moment where you're like, God, I need to hear your voice. God, I got I to gotta hear you. And in that moment, Elijah heard God. In that moment, he was led by the right voice. And that moment actually is where he got put back on the right path. And, and if we can lead ourselves like this and say, hey, my life might be loud. There might be some things in my life that are really loud right now, but I'm gonna not. I'm not gonna let those loudest voices lead my life. I'm gonna let this still small voice lead. The voice of the Holy Spirit that speaks in a moment, maybe just a word, maybe just a, a sentence, to where we feel like we're like, oh man, I. I I just needed to really hear that. Elijah needed to hear that. Why are you, what, what are you doing here, Elijah? Sometimes God's questions are so much po more powerful than even the statements that we think we need. And God, and God speaks to Elijah, and then Elijah's life starts being led the right way. And so if we can be led by this, then guess what? In the moments that we need to lead with groups of people, the loudest voices don't win. Because we lead ourselves differently. We don't lead like that. And so when you don't lead like that personally, you will not lead like that corporately. But however you lead yourself personally is however you will lead corporately. Another way to say that is your character will, um, or sorry, your platform will never outrun your character. Meaning that your character will always catch up to you, no matter what. And so it's so important if, if okay, I don't want the loudest voices to lead in my job or the different people that I'm responsible for, got to make sure inside I'm not letting the loudest, loudest voices lead. All right. 
Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.